following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? This is Campin' Out, broadcasting live from Dallas Cowboys Training Camp on DallasCowboys.com and the official Dallas Cowboys app. And now your host, Shannon Gross. Welcome to the show, Camping Out Live from Dallas Cowboys Training Camp in Oxnard, California, presented by American Airlines, Shannon Gross, Nate Newton, and we are joined today, yet again, by our special guest from the NFL Network, Bucky Brooks. What's happening, Bucky? Man, it's all good. Yo, Bucky Brooks. Nate, how you doing? Oh, man, I'm just so excited that Bucky Brooks is in the house, <laughs> Look, yeah. I, Now, look, during practice, you guys were getting all chummy-chummy. I saw y'all yeah, hanging man. out, cutting up. What were y'all talking about at practice? It was, it was my man, Bucky. It was Jay Glazer. It was our boss, Derek Eagleton. Eagleton you know he's going to get in on mm-hmm. the pitch and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. Rich Dalrymple, I was looking for you, trying to scream you out and try to get Derek Eagleton out of the picture. But, <laughs> man, we just getting close, man, just just talking about this thing, man. And I think he was sharing some things with Jay Glaze about what he was seeing out on the field and other little adventures there. Yeah. Yeah, but me and him, I'm always trying to get get into his head, man, and see where he's at because he's a great scout uh, uh Scout of talent, man. He, yeah. he knows talent when he sees it, whether it's an offensive lineman, whether it's a DB. He, you know, he knows talent. So I'm always trying to see if me and him seeing the same so thing. So, Bucky, if you're such a great evaluator of talent, is there any – when you're not on the show, is there any talent at all on this Camping Out podcast <laughs> when you're not here? I mean, there's, I mean, there's all kinds of talent. There's all kinds of talent. Like two all-stars, two all-pros handling it. All okay. pros of foolishness okay. and confusion okay. and disorder. Yes, we're consistent in who we are. I mean, at least that's, that's part of the validation. You got to know. You got to know who you are. That's right. You just accept it. After a yeah. while, you just accept it, right? That's right. Give yourself there proper. You go. Yes. There you go. What did you guys? A couple of things. A couple of guys. You know what? Today was a little bit about the defense. Yeah, yeah a little bit. A little bit about Woo. the defense. Which you know what? After last year, <laughs> it's really encouraging that you could at least say that, you know, we're a week in the camp and the defense had its day-to-day. You know, offense got a couple of touchdowns, but defense took over. What did you guys see? We'll, we'll get into, like, particular guys. We'll give right, our helmet right, stickers out later. Right. But what, what was different about the defense today than it's been other days at camp? Uh, I, think, I think it's finally clicking. Uh, whatever Dan Quinn is, is preaching in meetings is beginning to take hold with this defense. Uh, look, man, the young people always talk about show up and show out. Mm-hmm. The defense was showing out today. And I think the trust and the communication between the defenders is is beginning to build like a bond. And you're beginning to get this energy and you're beginning to see them put their hands on balls and make plays. And it becomes contagious. And we're seeing that. And this defense, once again, it doesn't have to be a top 10 defense for the Cowboys to go where they want to go. But if they can get selective stops, some situational stops, play well in the red zone like they did today, they'll win a ton of football games. So yeah. that's, that's, that's all they need to be able to I'm do. I'm with you, Bucky. Don't get me to 10. Get me halfway to 10. Just don't get me at 31 or 32. Get me to 17, <laughs> eight, even 18, maybe even – you know what? Maybe even 20. With this offense, you get me to 20, I think I got a shot. So I'm with you. And, and you know, and that, and that is where I've been just, just – picking Bucky's brain, you know, and because, you know, I've been talking about it. Hey, man, we can be uh, 15, 16, maybe even 
pushing it, getting 11 or 12, but we have to have turnovers. And then and that was I was telling Bucky today. I was like, man, you see, you see, uh, what's I can't think number thirty. Uh, oh, Anthony Brown. Anthony, Anthony Brown. And I'm like, Anthony Brown almost came up with a pick, and I looked over at Bucky. I said, Anthony Brown, like, he ain't finna get left out. No, it, it was, it was like, out. he saw these young guys. Yeah. He's like, there's one, there's two. two yeah, there's, yeah. It's my turn. Get and me so, in there. And so I'm, I'm looking at him and said, man, this thing getting contagious, man. Mm -hmm. People want to make plays. And uh, and that happens in games, too, right? Yes. That, yes. As, as seasons go. Yes. Turnovers are, as we can see, they're non-contagious, like right. the Cowboys for the last seven or eight years. Non-contagious. And then they're like also that. contagious, right? Right, like right. It, it just snowballs. And then, you know, just – Guys, it, and it has to start somewhere. You know, it started with the first day of practice with Diggs just batting down the ball. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, uh, Wright just batting down the ball. Then the next day, you know, they get picks. And so we, we're not saying that this is what they're going to be, but we, we see a crispness about them. We, we see that they're organized, that everybody seems to be communicating, you know, and pushing it to the limit, you know, and pushing it to the limit. Tomorrow they're going to them pads. And uh, that's what everybody want to see, where you, where you can truly get a little bit more physical. Mm -hmm. Look, I mean, this defense has improved in a couple of different ways. One, I think it's very clear uh, what Dan Quinn wants to do. I think you have to be very clear and direct with your communication with your players to get them to understand exactly how you want them to play. So I think we see a team that hustles more, plays harder, has a clear understanding of what the scheme is. Secondly, the infusion of young athletic defenders we're beginning to see those guys make plays um mm -hmm. we, we we talk about some of the young guys that are on the field Diggs, his second year beginning to show up michael parsons showing up it seems like each and every day some of the other young defenders that are having opportunities to play they're getting on the field and they're playing with confidence because even in the short time that they've been in camp they know exactly what they're doing that allows you to play fast and free from clutter can i just uh, put something in real quick like yeah uh, Look, Nate, you don't ever have to no, ask no, no, me no, if you no, can put something in. No, no, in. but no, what it is, I don't, you know, I, I'll be cutting you off. I, I, well, you know what I hate saying? I don't, I don't want to cut you off. And then you cut me off. So I, I like to go, go to the guys. That's like when people say, I didn't mean to, interu I didn't mean to cut you off uh, and interrupt you. And it's like, well, yes, you did because you did it. Just be you. quiet if you didn't mean to do it. <laughs> so that's why so. I say I'm going I'm to I'm interject something. I, mean, I want to keep harmony because I hate when Jesse do me like, hey, I don't mean to cut you off. <laughs> yeah, cut you yeah. off. Then I don't get to talk for 20 minutes. Yes. <laughs> so we're, we, we, we signed Malik Hooker. Is that mm. he got that right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, we signed – I think we got another corner or something that we're working on. I was, what do you think – what do you think about that, Bucky? Just give us a – you know, how do you feel about us continuing to bring in these players like this? Man, is there more competition with the guys we're bringing in? Do you know a little something about these guys or you need to look at them? No, no, no. I, I, a couple things. If you want a defense that takes the ball away – Yes. You have to preach takeaways all the time, but you also have to bring guys in that take the ball away. Right. Malik Hooker, going all the way back to his time at Ohio State, he has consistently taken the ball away. He is a, what we call, he's the ornament on the top of the Christmas tree. Yes. Like, he's a guy that is a deep center field safety, great eyes, great vision, great range. He handles numbers to numbers in the single high defense, which is what the Cowboys want to play. You also are getting a player who is an outstanding high school basketball player, right? So even though injuries have robbed him a little bit of that athleticism, there's something that comes along with being a high-level basketball player in terms of being able to take it off the rim, getting the ball at the highest point, just being athletic. So the way that I view this 
it's another ball hawk in the secondary. You're trying to figure out how can we get these guys in place. Does that mean, hey, Malik Hooker's on the field as the center field safety? We put KZ down and maybe Donovan Wilson comes out. Is Donovan Wilson in in some capacity? KZ, Malik Hooker's off the bench. You want to have options. What we've seen, and we've talked about it, a lot of situational packages that I'm looking at, a lot of versatility. When you look up and you see LVE, Michael Parsons, Jalen Smith moving around like musical chairs, Dan Quinn is kind of playing with the rotation, just trying to see what can everybody do. So in each week, he can maybe have a snowflake game plan that allows certain players to play in certain spots because it's the best matchup for the week. Our, uh, our new video guy, Andre, showed me. He's, he's an Ohio State guy. Showed me a uh, – so he's really familiar with Malik. Showed me a highlight of Malik picking off Phillip Rivers when they played San Diego. Right. Mm-hmm. Going across the end zone. One hand – Looked like a receiver. Reached out yeah. in front of him with one hand, snatched the ball out of the air, and, and took it the other way. So, very athletic guy. Yeah, when we were talking to some of the uh, PR guys, I was spreading information that they put Hyatt on injury reserve for the rest of the year so they can make this move for Malik. And uh, it's just that I don't think he'll be practicing for the next couple of days. He was, he was out there today. He was out there, but they, they said he mm-hmm. may not practice for the next couple of days. So, uh, but it's just another another cog in the wheel, man. Just another thing that they can play with, and and uh, but I like I said, that's that's what man. I'll be over there just picking his brain about stuff like this mm-hmm. when we get on the show. You know, we gonna look real good. <laughs> yeah, making him look better <laughs> than what he. Re- oh no, he's great. But I'm just saying. But I'm gonna tell you something. It's just fun for what we've seen. No pads. Uh, our defense has been competitive. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dak, Dak ain't been able to talk a lot of noise. You know, he got one. He slipped one in on him real good today, but that's about it, man. We that's, have about five, six interceptions out there today. So the great thing, today's emphasis was red zone. Yes. Red zone. Big red zone, tight red zone. They really worked on the Cowboys going in, 20-yard line and in. Uh, it's a tighter window because the field is real congested. You're talking about 30-yard field. So now the sideline and the back line are additional defenders. What I like today – the communication from the secondary against all these bunch, cluster, stack looks, they didn't have any free runners, meaning you didn't see the bust that we saw last year at time where you had the mental lapses, people running free through the secondary. They were on the same page with that. Second thing, they got their hands on a lot of balls. Typically, tips and overthrows lead to interceptions. So we saw some tip balls. We saw some interceptions off tips and batted in deflections. Those things pay off. And then we saw some playmaking. We saw guys step up and legitimately make big plays to turn it over. Those things bode well. And as a defensive coordinator, what you're trying to do very early in the year is determine what kind of defense do I have. Do I have a defense that can be a dominant, suffocating defense where we can be aggressive? Or are we a defense that we may have to be a little softer between the 20s and then play great red zone defense and force teams to kick field goals as opposed to touchdowns? Dan Quinn is beginning to figure that out. And based on how this offense could be, a Bimba don't break defense may, might be good enough to get Dallas where they want to go. And, you, and I was picking his brain. I was like, what, what, what you're saying is a bad day for our offense. If, this, if our offense click and it's healthy, what, what are you saying that we may have to, especially the first six or seven games when we're getting this defense together, what, 30, 32 points? 30 has to be the magic number, right? And 30 has to be the magic number because the money is tied into the offense. Zeke, Dak, Amari Cooper, first-round pick in C.D. Lamb, Tyron Smith and Leo Collins, 
the offense can't have a bad day. And that runs counter to the way most teams would say, like, hey, the defense always has to be consistent, keep the score down, you have a chance. And Dallas, the offense each and every week has to play at an A level. That has to be the expectation. Now, if the defense gives you C, B level work, you're going to win in games. But each and every week, the offense has to show up and show out. They have to put a 30 spot on the board. They do that, they win a ton of games. Got a, I got a question for you, Bucky. Me and Nate do this little, what do we call it? The the pregame? The, the oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Open yeah. it Open act. act. Open it act. Open it act. Open it act. On the stage. The open it act, for the, baby. Uh, for the fans that are lining up to come in. And we basically do just like a miniature podcast. We take fan questions, and it's oh. super fun. It's interactive just to keep people from getting bored out, out, I, I out get in that. the live. I get that out in the live. So one of the things that Nate, one of the questions was the last, I guess twice over the last week was, when should we panic about this defense, right? And then Nate had a really good – he had a great – my take He had a great take yeah. on this, and it, it makes sense to me. He said, I'm not going to panic until week six or seven. Oh, man, that's so great. And then he said – you tell him what you said. What, what I believe Why? is this right here, Bob. We have a young mixture of draft picks that we're expecting a lot from, our first and second round picks. A lot of second and third year got mixed with a bunch of veteran free agents. I think that we should give Coach Quinn a chance to put this together. Him and uh, Coach George Edwards, give him a chance to put this thing together. And Coach, uh, what's the back end coach? I can't think of his name. Witty? Witty? Oh, Co- Coach Witt, Joe Witt. Joe Witt. Get him a chance to put this together. Let him see how this thing really works. And by the third or fourth game, they'll start gelling. By the fifth and sixth game, you'll start seeing the packages that are in place and in play. And by the seventh, eighth game, they start. They should. They should be rolling. They, we should know who they are at least. And that's what I believe. Yeah. If you go, if you do your calculation, you talk about the first six weeks. Yeah. That's a total of nine games: three preseason games, mm-hmm. six regular season games. It takes about half the season to settle in and figure out the identity of the team. Yes. So by week seven. Mike McCarthy, Dan Quinn, Kellen Moore, they should know exactly what they have. And then this is on Mike McCarthy to be able to then sit there with the coordinators and say, here's how we have to play to win games. Mm -hmm. Sometimes the head coach may say, hey, offensive coordinator, we need to control the game a little more, meaning we need to eat up time of possession. We need to get it up to 32, 33 minutes. That means we might need to run the ball more, slow it down more, not play his tempo. Other times when the defense is rocking steady, Hey, be a little more conservative on offense. We don't need to do anything risky. Just punt, play defense. We might be good. By week six, going into week seven, Mike McCarthy should know exactly who his team is, and we should be able to visually see changes based on how they play because he's saying, oh, this is the strength of the team. We're playing this way because this is how we have to win. All right, so Dak and Zeke, if you're listening, we need 35 points a game (laughs) at least through week seven to get this defense to where it needs to be and, and, to, and to, to save Nate a lot of heartache and a lot of – you get worked up when you watch the games, don't you? Yeah, yeah, I do, man. I've I, heard that when yeah. you're in the studio and you're watching the games that it's not fun to be around Nate Newton when the team's not doing well. No, nah, man, you know, and, 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 I, and I am a Christian. I am. <laughs> I am. And uh, I am a Christian. I believe in God, wow. man. So, so we have to preference it with this. So what is about to come is a doozy. <laughs> But it's something about the Cowboys, man. It's just, it just don't ever flow right. It just don't. I mean, you, and you're supposed to be consistent as a Christian. And the Cowboys do not let me be consistent. Because <laughs> I backslide a lot. 
<laughs> at least eight Sundays out of the year. All right, so yeah. we need 35 points a game till week six, and then they, the defense hopefully will be up to speed figuring this thing out. And then and then we know we know who we are going into the back half of the That's season, right. oh, and then we just roll into the playoffs, and this is what we do, and this is how we do it, and we impose our will on everybody, and then we, we're going – to the glory land. Yeah, right? glory land of NFC East Championship. Yes, sir. That's a, and that's your expectation that's this year, right? That's my expectation, yes, not, sir. You're not NFC. Super Bowl bound this no, year. You no, want, I'm not. You want to take I, the I'm NFC, not. right? I want, I want the NFC, and I want it convincingly. Mm. I don't want to squeak by. Even though we got them last five games in, within seven weeks, I want to be dominant. By the time we play, what is December 26th, that we play the Redskins, I think it is. Washington football team. Uh, yeah, the Washington football team. We need to thump these suckers. Oh, yeah, we need we need call to, them out. Yeah, we, yeah, we need to be. Hey, well, man. You got them twice. You got them twice in three. Bullet, three bulletin pieces. board material already I, I, right I here. Just, I just July twenty seventh. I hope that Coach <laughs> Nate Ross Newton Rivera is already. That, I hope that Coach Rivera does not get control of his quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> if, if Coach Rivera get a hold of his quarterback. This could be ugly going down the stretch. I'm telling you. I tell you what, this could be ugly, man. Fitzpatrick scares me a little bit. That's what I'm saying. Why, whoa, 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 whoa. Scares me a little why, bit. Why, why are you scared? I'm because not... if Rivera say, okay, if, if he can cut down on, on his interceptions. Mm-hmm. But he can't. <laughs> you believe can't, can't in that. I... He can't help himself. He's, he is a double agent. He's right. going to play for the Washington football team and whoever the opponent is. Okay. And you just hope that the old Ryan Fitzpatrick that is all, always showing up. You don't get him on that day, right? Continues to show up. The wow. one that turns it over, the one that's the gunslinger, the one that wants to take chances, that's the one you want to show up because he's going to turn it over. You're right, and, and he he's not a young guy, so he's not he's not changing. He, he's not going to be a different guy. I, don't I just know, hope man. we don't get him on the, the days that he figures it out. Yeah, I don't I don't I don't know if he can figure it out. Now I will say this: offense coordinator for the Washington Football Team, Scott Turner, was in his bag last year. Was that the Thanksgiving Day game when Washington? Th- what 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 game was that? Scott Turner was on yeah, his yeah, Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving Day. Day. Mm-hmm. Got to make sure we take care of North Son. Don't let him get hot and. We had we cannot let Ryan Fitzpatrick have a big game. That that would be a problem. Man, I wonder what it takes just to throw him off. But anyway, all right. I right. want to think. I tell you it. what. Let's take our first. Could be our only break. We'll see how the show goes. We'll take our break. When we come back, we're going to talk about what did Nate specifically watch today. What group did you watch? I watched the DBs again and and the linebackers. But mostly DBs because I have a bucket. Okay, let's get into some <laughs> let's get into some names. We talked about them as a whole. Let's get into some names, some guys. There are a couple of guys that really stood out today. Let's get into that. Let's see what we saw uh, with the offense a little bit, and then we'll see where the rest of the show takes us. Stay tuned in. We will be right back with more camping out. Nate Newton, Shannon Gross, and special guest Bucky Brooks. Right back at you after this commercial break. Honey, big news. Gary, are you okay? Oh, I'm not Gary anymore. I'm Jackie Flash. What? See, I want the latest smartphone, but the best deals are only for new customers. So to get a new customer deal, I changed my name to Jackie Flash. Okay, but the best smartphone deals at AT AT&T are for everyone, new and existing customers. That's huge. Then guess who's getting a deal? Is it Jackie Flash? Hey, Cowboys fans, ready to spice up your next watch party? Bring Yokiero guacamole. Honey, big news. Gary, are you okay? Oh, I'm not Gary anymore. I'm Jackie Flash. What? See, I want the latest smartphone, but the best deals are only for new customers. So to get a new customer deal, I changed my name to Jackie Flash. Okay, but the best smartphone deals at AT&T are for everyone, new and existing customers. 
That's huge. Then guess who's getting a deal? Is it Jackie Flash? Jackie Flash. It's not complicated. At AT&T, our best smartphone deals are for everyone. Restrictions apply. Visit att.com for details. Hey, Cowboys fans, ready to spice up your next watch party? Bring Yokiero guacamole and be the game day hero. Yokiero means I want, and we know you want, great, fresh-tasting, ready-to-serve guacamole for your home-gating and tailgating events. Made with real avocados and the perfect blend of spices, it will be the star of any party. You can find us at your local Albertsons or Tom Thumb in the deli section. If you can't find it, talk to your store manager and tell them, Yokiero, Yokiero guacamole. The Cowboys way, where 16 Hall of Famers and five championships shows us what success looks like. Where turkey is always the second best part of Thanksgiving Day. Where we are all defined by one single thing, the star. Where we as fans know it's our job to keep the tradition going. Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the Dallas Cowboys and to support the quest of living life the Cowboys way. Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation. How great would it be to travel to watch the Cowboys win on another team's turf? Pretty great. But honestly, just watching the game from anywhere but your house would be fun. Even a hotel bar with some guy named Phil from St. Louis who thinks Oakland still has a team. So whether you're traveling to the game or watching from your favorite vacation spot, book a place to stay on Hotels.com. Proud partner of the Dallas Cowboys. Back to Camping Out. Welcome back to the show, live from training camp. Shannon Gross, Nate Newton, Bucky Brooks. We are here at Dallas Cowboys training camp on the tennis courts at the Residence Inn uh, in Oxnard, California. It's it's nice out today. It's a it's a very nice day. Let me mm-hmm. tell you. Speaking of nice things, does your fandom go beyond the game? NFL Fan of the Year contest is back, and we're relaunching the search for one extraordinary Cowboys fan who is a positive influence and inspires others through their love of the game. Nominate yourself or others for the chance to win a trip to Super Bowl 56 in Los Angeles. Nominate today at DallasCowboys.com slash fan of the year. I don't know if I knew that the Super Bowl was in L.A. this year until just now. So far. Yeah, that's going to be nice, man. That play, You've been there, huh, Bucky? Have you been there I yet? have been there. That's going to be the home of NFL Network Studios. They oh, put all that stuff in the far corner. That's right. But, yeah, like maybe – Maybe there's another home game for the Super Bowl. That's what the Rams people are saying. Yeah. Well, mm. that's, that's what they're hoping for. Mm. I, mean, try, I mean, I guess we can say the Chargers too, but yeah. that's, that's what they're that saying. That stadium looks really nice on TV. Is it just as nice in person? I mean, it's super pretty now. Yeah. I mean, look, last one, last one to be built is always going to be the nicest one. Right. So they got all the amenities and everything is super nice. The, the field is fast. Not a bad seat in the house. Yeah. It's everything that you want right there. What do you think about the weather so far, Nate? I'm loving it, man. A little, little misty, little, about 63 degrees in the morning. Feel mm-hmm. it, you know, get you, get you going, get you crunk up, man. And then around about just like 1130, it just jumps automatically to 73 degrees. Oh, Nate, yeah. see, but that, that, that's, that's not what you're saying. You're saying back in your day, like, you would have been out here screaming, turn up the heat. No, need sir. more heat. No, need no. more heat to I get ready. Like, turn it down. We need, we need the heat that. to get ready to get nah, ready. To... I'm with this, bro. I'm with this. Does, uh, I'm with the new school. Does a does a training camp, does a hard training camp 
equal better prepared for the season or nowadays is it better to save these guys their bodies and their mentality in camp to let them get ready for the season it's all about the coach and what type of players you have and where you're at mm-hmm. you know you may want to push a little harder not not beat guys up not like we did that that was that was gladiator style you know but you you can go a little bit harder than what these guys are going you know but by it being a little bit young, you may can push just a little bit much, but not much more. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's designed now. Players are bigger, faster, stronger. Get, the thing is now it's about knowing the game, understanding the game, and how you fit within the game. And so you want intelligent players. And me and Bucky was talking about that on the fence. You know, uh, they, we, don't, we don't need no more guys that just can't think. Mm-hmm. Oh. I mean, and that's a bad thing. <laughs> when you just – when you still play, you like – and the coach, you come to the side and the coach like, we went over that 500 times. Yeah, I know, coach. And you go sit on the bench like a, you know. But anyway, I'm, I'm through with that. I'm through with that. It's, it's, it's great. How they doing You it like now? it out here, It's huh? all equal. You know, it, it depends on where you're at. The, the weather may change. It may get a lot hotter somewhere else. But everybody's equal. Mm-hmm. You got a certain amount of time. You got 11 hours, 12 hours to get it all in on that day that you practice. And it's over. It's it ain't, fu- yeah, it's over, bro. Yeah, so it's funny. And, and, and talking to one of the – the Cowboys coaches, they were talking about the schedule. And I was like, man, what do y'all do all day? Like, I mean, it's different with the 11, 12-hour rule. You don't do it. And he talked about the meetings and practice and those things. But then uh, a late afternoon or whatever walkthrough, they don't call it a walkthrough, but just kind of like a skull session where they go through a mock practice. Maybe they do the practice tomorrow. They run through it a little bit today so it's fresh in their minds. Camp right now is about, hey, let's make sure we get all the stars to week one healthy and ready to go. Mm-hmm. And so I know there's been some conversation and discussion about Dak Prescott potentially playing in the preseason and those things. I don't know if that's necessary. What I want is week one, number four needs to be the one leading them out the tunnel. You need to make sure your stars get to game day ready to go. Yeah, and I know the players like the schedule. I bumped in one of the guys the other day. and It's and, not to like. And he every say, every other work day? That's exactly what he said. Boy, this schedule, whoo, it's nice. <laughs> it's nice. It's what they're off. They're off every Friday and Monday, and they, they don't have meetings. They don't have anything on those days. Right. No, no football activity. So you, you, you practice for, what, three, four days in a row, and then, and then you're off, and then it's just like, oh, man. let's go to the beach. Let's go man. bowling. Let's go relax. Man. So coaches probably don't like that too much, but the players love they, it. They, you, you, they, you, don't, you don't like that? No, it, it's cool. Like I tell people, it's a thin line. When you got younger guys, you make – uh, yeah, crave for a little bit more time, yeah. you know, because you you want. I, I give you an example, Bucky. Tell them about how they practice in Buffalo. Oh, way, way, way back in the day. Yeah, more this, of, they was way ahead of the game, Buffalo. Well, more, Bucky, I did You were in the league for yeah for a couple of years, for right? Five, for I, I, five years as a player, six training camps, five different teams. Started in Buffalo, right after their four Super Bowl in a row run, where mm-hmm. they went to four straight. And I was telling Nate about the the practice schedule this is way what back you'd be then. Jealous of. Way back then, um, doing our tour days, uh, uh, 75-minute practices. What? Se- this is when minutes. y'all were beating each other to death, seven, right? Seven, seven, <laughs> 75 minutes. And, Shannon, we, we're talking about in our cute outfits, meaning uh, shoulder pads, tights, not, not all those pads. Because we heard about how they used to do it in Dallas, all uh-huh. that banging and stuff like that. Now, yeah. we weren't doing that, making sure nice and light, in and out, little stretch, little – Little endo, little nine oh seven, one on one, team period, to the house, and every other day, and then you know, 
They wouldn't have a practice for the vets. It would be a special teams practice where the vets wouldn't even come around. Guys playing golf, working on the handicaps and stuff like that, <laughs> trying to get right because Coach Levy's mind, which is very similar to the way they got down in San Francisco with Bill Walsh, a number one priority is to make sure everybody gets to the game fresh and ready to go. So let's get our work in. Let's get off the field. Quick tempo, but 75 minutes is how they, they, they did it. And see, the tempo, if you notice uh, with our previous coach, it, it, it wasn't so much about tempo. You know these guys never stop moving. Mm-hmm. When they get out, they, 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 they upbeat, they going. Uh, the coaches, they coaching off tape. They ain't trying to stop and run nothing over. They going. Everything is high tempo. You, you, you getting with it, you going, and, and, I, and I'm, I'm liking that. And that's every coach has that opportunity within that 11 to 12-hour span. You do it how you want. You waste time. You can't. You can't. And coaches – Believe me, I bet you there's a bunch of coaches been coaching for 25 years. Like, where was this rule a long time? There's some coaches like like this because they it focuses them. They're like, when I get in, there, I got a coach because you're gonna be held accountable, man. What did you do those two or three hours? If if you had 75 minute practices, you might still be in the league, Nate. If no, I'll probably be 800 pounds because I need to get in shape. <laughs> <laughs> I need to get in shape. So I I will say this: it's funny yeah. that you, you bring up about shape and fitness. One of the things that stands out to me from top to bottom. Team is in really good shape. Yes. Mm-hmm. Now, look, I, I understand. I mean, you're a bigger guy. You won those 70s numbers. Right. 70s numbers typically <laughs> right. don't take this shirt off. Right. I right. notice every day after practice, Tyron Smith and Lil Collins got the mm-hmm. shirt. They got the, they got the shirt off. They're down there doing extra hurt, work. Man. I mean, you don't see this. But then, in talking to other coaches, just like everybody has dropped a little weight. Wide receivers are down. Amari Cooper has lost a couple pounds. C.D. Lamb looks nice and fit. Michael Gallup. Yeah. We've talked about Zeke already. This team is fit. The interesting thing is Harold Nash, elevated strength and conditioning, coming from New England. In New England, they always ran a ton. Conditioning is what they said was their superpower. I do wonder if that is kind of leaking into some of the approach, a little more work, a little more conditioning, whatever they did in the offseason away from the public eye, it appears that this team is really in great shape. And that, and that is one of the things Jimmy believed in. You know, that was our superpower. That was most teams. Especially when you get up into the, I was uh, I watched Deion Sanders. And I'm I'm going a little mm-hmm. script. They they don't do that. We no we have a tight script that we stick to on this show, <laughs> Nate. And you're deviating. You know we don't do that on this show. Okay, all right. Deion Sanders had some guys at Jack. He had his coaches at his crib in Canton, Texas, and he had a few guys. He had Alabama's defensive coordinator, and he came in and told them how they ran practice. And one of Deion coaches say. But when do y'all stop moving? We don't. That's part of the conditioning. We want our guys football ready for football things. Mm-hmm. And if we can get them going for an hour and a half, hour and 45 minutes, nonstop, just rotating in, moving, moving, moving. We coach. We have a correctional film and a coaching film after practice and the next day. And I was like, and I'm thinking about that. And I come out here and I see this. And then I talk to you and saw the different places you've been. I'm like, the way these, this, this is the way to do it. Keep your guys moving. The other thing I'll say, because you talked about the tempo and the intensity. We didn't get a chance to come to camp last year and necessarily see what they were doing. Right. I do wonder about Dan Quinn's influence and impact on the tempo of the practices that we're seeing. One thing that stands out to me, one, he's an alpha. He is a leader. You feel his presence on the field from day one. You can tell he's been a former head coach. I understand that he is in his role as a defensive coordinator, but he certainly has a head coach presence when he's on the field. 
the little things that I see from the defense in terms of you talking about them bouncing around and moving from drill to drill. The other thing, when he was at the head coach of Atlanta, they used to have a program called the Plan D program. It was called Plan D for plan development. Every day after practice, they would spend 10 minutes with the younger guys doing individual. Well, if you extrapolate that over a week, those 10 minutes become 40 minutes, 40 minutes over a 16-game season, hours and hours of dedicated time to develop their players. Later in the year, when you need your young players to play, that extra work that they've gotten gives them a chance. I noticed after the final horn, everyone's kind of hanging around or whatever. Normally that happens in training camp. First, second, third day, you see that. The majority of the Cowboys are hanging out doing something with their coaches. Mm -hmm. Just something to look at and see and monitor as we change from training camp to regular season. Does that stay on? Because that extra work could pay in huge dividends down the line. I like it. Do you feel like, you feel like Bucky's like a secret shopper? On our podcast, <laughs> me and Nate will say something, and then Bucky just turns around and writes stuff down. I feel like he's going to go back to Derek and be like, "Look, you got to get these guys under control. <laughs> you got to change this. You got to change this. Just, you got to change this." Just too many nuggets. Too many nuggets, y'all dropping. I just got to. I just got to write it down. I can't. I can't keep up with it. Yeah, he always writes down. When he have a good thought, he he writes and he carries on to the next show. Man, do not go make them other shows look better than us. No, <laughs> keep all that stuff keep all here. That right you can go here. use it on the NFL yeah, Network that on your own. Podcast. <laughs> do not share that with Derek's show. Yeah. Do not share that with Mickey. Do not share that with right. anybody. You keep all that right right here. We, we need all that right here. Bucky. That is so, funny. Um, funny. Who did you watch today, Nate? Who, wh- you watched the DBs, you said. That's the group that you focus in on today? Yes, sir. It, it's, but Quentin Bohannon showed up. He batted Wait, the ball. Wait, you said his name. Yeah, yeah. Big number 98, man. You said Kentucky's Kentucky, name. Six-round pick. He finally batted down the ball today. That was a good thing. Uh-huh. Diggs had two interceptions. Mm-hmm. Maurice Kennedy has just been a silent assassin. And I just want to see when the pass get on. He had an interception today. He had a bat down. Uh, DeMontre Kizzy. Oh, DeMontre Kizzy. Mm-hmm. Kizzy. He had one to the house. Even had Dax written up after yeah. <laughs> you know, He went, took one to the house at the end of practice. It's a bunch of guys today. I guess they're trying to let the, the, the offense know, we're going to set tempo today so y'all know tomorrow y'all better come ready when the pad's on. And that's what it looked like. Yeah, I like that. There's a lot of buzz about no letdown. I don't know what had happened previously, but I'm sure the coaches have talked to them about being able to finish today. Finish the practice, finish drills, finish everything because so many of the games last year one score losses. So how do you improve that? Find a way to finish the game on the winning side. And so the defense getting off the field. Hands on balls, locking it down in the red zone. You talked about KZ's interception where he made yeah. a great play. Came downhill, red dies, made the pick. Diggs getting his hands on two interceptions. You're beginning to see that effort. But I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. I like the musical chairs and what they're doing at linebacker. These guys rotating around, Michael Parsons, Leighton Vander S., Jaden Smith. You're seeing these guys kind of play all over the formation. And I know it's a bit of the experiment, Dan Quinn, trying to figure out who could I use as another pass rusher what can we do with our formations but I like the way that it's slowly coming together and you can tell this team is beginning to play with a lot of confidence on the defense side of the ball is that is that a blessing in disguise you know fans fans out there when we do the 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 warm-up thing everybody wants to know how's the linebacker situation going to shake out how's it going to this is kind of a it's a great problem to have is this going to keep these guys fresher longer and you know saving them some snaps saving them some you know, some reps, is that going to make this group 
fresh when we come to the end of the year and, and keep a little wear and tear off of them, or do they need, or do they need a rotation that's kind of this is what we, what we, how many snaps we need out of you each week? What what's tell us how that's going to kind of play out? I think everyone's trying to figure it out. That extra yeah. game, seventeen game season, changes the dynamics a lot. It changes it because now you're trying to figure out how do we get everybody ready to go and available down the stretch. So there could be a little of a, a load management situation mm -hmm. where maybe you do rotate guys in at linebacker to kind of take some of those extra snaps or unnecessary snaps off of everybody to try and keep them fresh down the stretch. Now, Michael Parsons, I mean, look, the old nickname for him would be Salad because he's yeah. fresh. Right. He's young. <laughs> right. He's crispy. got legs, fresh, doing everything. Right. Right. Smith and Vander Esch, can you manage their load to make sure when we get to money time, that, that stretch run, those final four to six games where you're trying to sort out who's going to make it and who's not, you, you, you need everybody. Mm -hmm. And so can we take a few snaps each week off of them with some other guys? It'll certainly help them down the stretch in the end. Wow. Wow. Anybody on offense you looked at today, Nate, or was today just all about No, nah, it was all about defense, man. Uh, you know, I, tomorrow I'll be back to the offensive line. People said, well, you haven't looked at the receivers. Uh, well, everybody looking at the receivers. Everybody looking at the quarterback. I want to look at what's going to be vital when the season starts. Our offensive line has to stay healthy. We have to have out of those three guys that came off of uh, injury reserve, they, two of those guys have to stay strong the whole season, at least two of those guys so we can have an offensive line that Coach Philbin can work with. Mm -hmm. You know, our defensive line has to become an effective, like we say, a middle-of-the-road defense, a defense that can stop the run. If our defense do nothing else but stop the run so we can dictate a little bit what's happening, we'll be okay. So I'll start back with the offensive and defensive line because I want to see what Lyle is going to do when somebody drop that bull rush on him or go from speed to bull rush. I want to see what, what I was going to ask you that because to me, just, you know, yeah. the, the casual podcast host that I am, right. the biggest, to me, the biggest group to watch when the pads come on is the offensive defensive yeah. line battles. Yeah. Like you, you get a sense in the, you know, the linebackers, how they're moving. You don't really get to see them hit the running backs and do that kind of stuff. Wide receivers and, and, and DBs, there's a little bit more to grab and right. a little more hand fighting and stuff, but really you can't get a sense of offensive and defensive line until they really start smacking each other. And that's when, that's when the attitudes come out. That's when you get to see who your nasty offensive linemen are. That's going to be, that's probably going to be a fun day for you tomorrow when the pads come on. Definitely, huh? man. I, I have my seat wherever they're at, man. I have my chair just sitting there, man. Big Noon going to be just chilling, uh, listening to the noise of <laughs> the gladiators, you know. I mean, yeah. it, look, it, it will always be interesting. I think the number one question that still remains out there, who is QB2? Yeah. Who is mm. the backup quarterback in a pinch? Who can the Cowboys count on to finish a game and win a game at that position? Mm -hmm. Is it Gary Gilbert? Is it Danucci? Is it Cooper Rush? Who is going to ultimately be the backup? Or is it someone else? At some point, you have to feel good about your backup quarterback. Knock on wood, we're planning on Dak being available for all of them. But if someone has to go in, who is that guy, the first one off the bench to play the quarterback? And our newest Scruggs said it like 18,000 times. The backup is not on this roster. The back, if you say it one more time, new, I'm going to chop you in the neck. <laughs> he said about eight, didn't he, bro? About eighteen. He did. He did. He did every say time Gilbert incomplete pass. Every time Rush incomplete pass. Every time uh, the new this uh, okay. All right. Okay. So, so he thinks they're gonna go get somebody before yeah. the season starts. Huh? Yes, he is. He is convinced. He said it like a hundred thousand times. I'm like, 
He did. Shut he, up. He, he does believe that. Yeah. It's not on the roster. He wanted to bet me. I'm like, I ain't betting you, man. What do you think? You think he's on the roster? I, I told him and I told uh, Bucky, I said, man, one thing I cannot tell you, who's a good quarterback. I, I cannot pick quarterbacks. I mean, every one that I've tried, <laughs> I've failed. You know, especially coming out of the draft, I'm like, nah, that's the dude right there. And I see this dude down the road, and I'll be like, wow, he ain't even in the league. You know, so I don't even try to pick quarterbacks. What you think, Bucky? Is they going to get somebody? You know, here's the thing. Who is going to be – who's going to shake loose? Yeah. Like, right now the streets don't have anything. Now maybe somebody come, but then how much are they willing to spend right. at quarterback? Because remember, when you give Dak that kind of money, it ain't a whole lot, of, especially in the quarterback room, to, to dole out to somebody else. So – I believe the Cowboys are banking on one of these young guys developing mm-hmm. and being able to handle the responsibilities, but it's a bit of a roll of the dice. Right. We saw it last year. Didn't necessarily work out when you had these other guys playing quarterback. So maybe they're able to avoid the injury, but at some point they have to address the backup quarterback. Yeah. And they typically haven't gone out and spent money on a backup quarterback. You know, Andy Dalton was the first time they've really gone, paid money, while. and how'd that work out for you? It's it's like eggs in the basket. If, if, if Dak goes down, it's kind of like, are you, you know, mm-hmm. you kind of, it is what it is. So, But, see, don't you have to say that if if these offensive linemen, I hate the word if, but if our offensive linemen stay intact, Andy Dalton last year would have been a, a, a premium thing on the market. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. even though he did get a good deal yep. and he's projected as a starter until the other kid get ready, you know, a better offensive line may help these young guys. I don't know. Like I said, I – I try to stay away from picking quarterbacks. All right, we'll let you, we'll let you just watch the lineman tomorrow, <laughs> and then and we'll check back in with you. Okay. Is that okay with All right, you? Let, let me watch the linebackers too because I want to see who, who running up, sticking their head in there, who banging some folks. I want to see that you, too. You know, Chris and I were talking about this earlier. It's been a year and a half since we've really seen contact football up close. Yes. Mm-hmm. Because – you know, we didn't we didn't go to games. Usually, we're in games. We're at practices. We hadn't been allowed to be around any of that. So this is the first, you know, full contact where you can yeah. hear them smacking and watch them in action in a year and a half. I'm I am a little bit excited for tomorrow. It's almost like Christmas Eve for me. Like I am yeah. ready to see this go down. Everybody is, man. Everybody. I mean, I just want to see what uh, Gregory gonna do against. My man tractor trailer when he put them hams on him for real. Oh yeah, you think yeah, so? Yeah, that left, yeah, that left, that left tackle. Who Tyron? Yeah, the, yeah, tractor trailer. He gonna slot. He gonna he, he gonna. Who you think's gonna win? He that? gonna air break him. He gonna air break him. You don't think Gregory's? Let's gonna... slow down. Really? Really? <laughs> oh, man, I'm so? going with Tyron until he's defeated. Okay. Until he's defeated. Well, Tyrone will put them air brakes on him. You, 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 you and Brad need to make a bet because we know Brad's already got Randy and Brad and already Kent. ran out on Randy. He was with him one day until Tyrone laid them hammers on him. He's, he's off. He's, he's like, off. Oh, well, he's my, off the way my helmet sticker today is going to Tyrone. <laughs> Whoa, helmet sticker. Giving out helmet sticker. So yeah. here's what I say. My, my, my dad's old high school coach, he always says, uh, first day of contact is the day we separate the goat from the sheep. Yeah. So we're going to see, because everybody looks good when they're in shorts running right. around and all, you ain't no fear of contact or whatever. <laughs> right. But now, as Nate alluded to, they can put their hands on you. Yeah. yeah. And the math changes 
when they start putting their hands on you becomes, hey, I can throw you out the club. So we're going to see yeah. if Randy Gregory yeah. Yeah. comes in there with his white T-shirts and his Tim's on, and they say, nope, we got a dress code. We're going to throw you out here, young man. Yes, so we're going to see if Randy Gregory is up to the task. Yeah. What are you, what are you going to watch tomorrow? Are you out here tomorrow, Bucky? No, I'm out here Thursday, but okay. but I'm, I'm going to call Nate, make sure Nate gives me the skinny. I think what you want to see. Just don't ask about quarterbacks because he don't I'm, know nothing I'm about not, that. But see. We can finally see what the run game looks like. Yes. yes. Defense and offense. Because at 907 period, I'm sure every old school coach, they want to go live during one of these periods. So 907 might get a little testy mm -hmm. when we see if they can stop the run and if we can create a new line of scrimmage on offense. Can we move the guys off the ball? So that would be where my eyes would be affixed. Let's see what that offensive line looks like against the defense. Because remember last year, that Cleveland game, I still wake up in cold sweats thinking about oh, them running oh. up and down the field. Oh. That And poor Nate, we were on the show after that. Oh, Nate was so mad. Nate was white hot after that game. So let's just see if there's some improvement against the run from the defense. I and still don't know the name of them running backs. Do you remember? Because oh, the star Ch guy got hurt. Oh, we're talking about Chubb and Hunt yeah. and everybody. Whoever, whoever they put back there. All of them. Ooh, I'm glad that coach did us a favor in the fourth quarter and called the dogs off. That could have been ugly, man. <laughs> All right, before we get out of here, Nate, who gets your helmet sticker for today? Quinn. Coach Quinn. Really? Yes. Give it, it to the coach, George huh? Edwards and, and, and Joe Witt. All the coaches, man. All the defense They had the coaches, guys huh? believing. They had the guys believing. I don't know if it'll be the same tomorrow, but I'm giving it to the defensive coaches today. They had the guys believing. All right, what about you, Bucky? Man, you know, this is tough because you can give it to anybody in the second yeah. day. But I'm going to go right now with Diggs. Trayvon Diggs, we yeah. want to see him Ooh. step up because yeah. he's expected to be the, the CB1, the number one cornerback. Can he step up? He's shown promising signs of being able to step into that role. I'm going to give my – I was going to go with Diggs and then uh, – Candidate showed up, oh, 31. Yeah. Yes, he Got his did. hands on he one ball, picked another one off, and, and I think he had a couple more breakups. So hadn't really said his name a whole lot. So he's going to be – he might be, wind up being my pet cat by the end of this week. We'll see what happens oh. when, the, when, the, when the pads come on. But I, I, I like the way that he played. I like his, the way he competes. We'll keep, yeah. my, keep, my, keep my eye on him. So, man, man, oh, man. Yesterday, quick, quick repeat on yesterday. Yes. Wilson. No, 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 no. Cedric Wilson. Mm -hmm. Yes. Uh, number 85. Noah Brown. Noah Brown, number 17. And the three big dogs. That, that's, you know what? I, I wasn't thinking clearly yesterday if you asked about wide receivers. Those are our five wide receivers. You think? Those you, are our five like, wide receivers. You didn't like the way uh, Malik Turner showed I, I, up yesterday? I don't care. Those are our Bashing? five receivers. I do not care. Mm -hmm. I do not. Those are our five receivers. Mark it down. Put it up. Mark it down, Chris. Okay, so, oh, I, I, yeah. I, need, I need to mark this down. Cause yeah, because that's who I'm rolling I am, with. I am a betting man. So, let's see. Oh, that's who so I'm rolling got, with. So, we got, <laughs> we got Cedric Wilson that I'm marking that's down. That's right. I'm marking down. I got Gallup naturally. Yeah. I have Cooper naturally. Yes. I have C.D. Lamb. Yes. So, that's one, two, three. So, ooh. Four. It's only five that I call. Mm. Noah Brown. Yeah. Noah, he's got Noah. Noah. So, so, so we, Malik Turner. I don't care about, about it. See me, folks. I don't care. Draft pick, Nate. I, don't, I do not Six care. Big body, big body, fast. Uh, yeah, big yeah. body. And, I, and I'm Physical sticking with fast. my boy 85. I'm sticking with my boy 85. Vasher, Vasher's. Yeah, Vasher, Vasher. No? Sweet Vasher. Yeah. Nice name. Great to know him. Thank you. Man. See, so you, those see. are your five. Those, you, those, you call, five that, those are five guys that do legit, man. It's been one week of camp. You're already calling the five receivers for the season? Bro, five heartbeats. Why already? would you change something that's that's very very good? 
Why would you change something that's very, very good? We got a practice squad, and I hope they keep it in large so you can put those guys y'all y'all talking about big, sexy, tall, and being be, uh, be mm. in the practice squad. Then you can stay back in Dallas and hang out and party. Mm. All right. Then let my boys go ahead and go to work. Bucky wow. wrote it down. Bucky, wow, Will, yeah, Will, you and Chris heard it. Yeah, yeah that's what I'm it. sticking with. Okay. Oh, yeah. And if they cut them, man, I'm gonna be. This one, I'm be gonna hear my first question to Coach McCarthy, Coach, why, and Coach Adam. Hey, man, why did y'all do that, man? Y'all don't have to do that. That ain't right. <laughs> but I do want to say this too before we get off uh -oh, there. Uh oh. Uh oh. Now don't hedge your bet. You all no, in? No, no, no. Okay. I called Shannon out when my boy Snake Bite called a touchdown. Lake Jarwin. Lake Jarwin. And one Snake play. Bite. And one play later, his guy catches the touchdown. Schultz. Schultz. I'm like, ah! Yep. Snake bite. Yeah. Tip Snake. for tat. Tip for tat. And that, Snake that, bite. That, That's that, what we call that tight end. That tight end room going to – it looked Tell like me. it was the same play, too. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, mm. yeah we call we call Blake Jarwin snake bite. For those of you listening, for you, Bucky. Yeah. We had Blake Jarwin on our show two – was it two years? Three yeah, years ago Three years now. ago, yeah. And – it seemed like his rookie was it his rookie year? Yeah, rookie year, first two years. And yeah. he was he he was just so close to having big plays and weird stuff would happen. The ball, him, Snake somebody would come in and hit it with their helmet and it would bounce out. And there were all these weird plays. And we had him on the show with our co-host Kurt. And bless Kurt's heart, he was trying to we say. We begged him to ask an extra question too. Yeah, we begged. Him. So he finally asked a question, and Kurt's real quiet and timid. And he asked Blake. Blake comes on the show, and he's, he does us a favor by coming on the show. And he's like, he's trying to tell Blake, we love you, man. We think you got all the potential in the world. But it just seems like weird things happen when you get in there with the football. And he, and he hems and hauls around, and he goes, you just seem like you're a little bit snake bit. Oh. <laughs> and Blake looks at him like, all right, is this a setup? Like, what? You just told me, like, I'm. I'm good, and, and then you see my potential. Now you call me snake bite. And then he just kind of looked at him, and then he just went on, you know, and he answered the question, and yeah. then we just died laughing when we got off the air. And then so that's been his nickname ever since is snake bite. And then wow. and then bless his heart, he had an injury last, last year, and it's year, all yeah. Kurt's fault. It's see? all Kurt's fault because he jinxed him. So snake bite. There you go. Wow, that is an interesting competition. Yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah, I'm interested. But, but I, I wish that. But I will say this: whoever blocks the best. That's what we need, a blocking tight end. Do we have one? Sprinkles is his name. Jeremy Sprinkle. Oh, yeah. he's been a nice little guy coming out yeah. of Arkansas, I think. Yeah. He's a big guy. That's a yeah. big, He reminds me of Rico Gathers, his size. No, no, no. His no. size, Nate, his size. Okay, all right. Nothing all right. else. I haven't seen enough. I don't know enough about him for any of that other stuff. His oh, size. Geez. He's 6'7", I think, two, 250, 260, something like mm. that. So, all right, fellas, it has been real. It has been a good time. Bucky, you'll be back out here Thursday. Thursday. Right? Taking tomorrow off. Can't, can't have too much of this goodness two days in a row, so yeah. you need to take a break. need to take a break and come back and bring it on Thursday. Tomorrow, the pads, come on, Nate. Yeah, man, I think I just made forearm you upside here. Let's do it. I'll take it. Yeah. I'll take it. I'm so excited. I'll take, one to the, I'll take one to the dome for you. Bucky, thank you. Oh, Nate, thank good. you. Chris. Thank you for keeping us on the air. William, thanks for keeping the live streams up. And thank all eight of you that listened to this show. We, I think we met y'all out front. Yeah, it was nine. We counted it was nine. nine. It so was we, nine. we upped yeah. our viewership by one today. So thank you all for listening. We will be back tomorrow after the first full padded practice at Dallas Cowboys training camp in Oxnard, California. This has been another episode of Camping Out. Camping Out. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about you, Cowboys? Yeah!